0: championship team
1: all right so so let's get back to the they're not gonna do anything like do you, the do, you one, want,
2: do you want do my do you want my updated perfect offseason it,
1: it makes me sad <laughs> but yes we're gonna do it but it makes it really sad <laughs> but but is there any chance there's some robo-doping going here is there any chance that they're putting out hey you know, we're not really doing anything and they're the team to pounce on someone. I don't think it's well, gonna be Yamamoto or whatever, but like no. Blake Snell's only 100 million. Oh, boom, or whatever it is. Like, do you think the Phillies are, are potentially lying in wait? Or do you think they're really saying, look, this this market's not playing out for us. If there's a trade there, we'll take it. But more likely we're gonna kinda fill on the fringes and, and mm. head into game.
2: I think there's a one hundred percent chance that they're it's not a rope a dope. I just think they're gonna be opportunistic. Like it reminds me a lot of um, when it's not Cassianos, I mean, it was yeah. essentially the market crater and they're like, why would we not sign Cassiano? So maybe that happens for Blake Snell. If you're telling me they can add Blake Snell is like <laughs> with Aaron obviously a win. No brainer. Yeah, At no that brainer. Point,
1: yes, please.
2: Um, yeah. So I, I think there's a hundred percent. And really, I think the next thing that could happen is a, is a trade. I mean, that's where it comes down to is free agency. I think, and I was, I might as well, I was going to put it in my, uh, in my, in my take bag, but now that we're talking about it, like, I think the biggest thing that we have to adjust with the current state of the Phillies and the way that you know free agency is going and the way the offseason is going is that now it is, it is entirely on, and not to put pressure on them, I'm very sorry, but it's on player development and it's on... Uh, Brian Barber to keep getting talent in the system because now it's trades
1: well that's what I said in the pod that's why I said I trust these guys to to draft and develop talent and that's part of the reason I was willing to trade away our guys
2: like I don't think the Phillies are going to be huge players in free agency because I think when you have at least for the next couple years because I think when you have your roster pretty much set and they have their core their core for the next three years is Bryce JT Schwarber Cassianos Turner Stott um, um Boom, Marsh, like it's pretty set. Wheeler, they'll probably extend this off season. Yeah, I think so. Nola, uh, Ranger, Chris Sanchez, Andrew Painter, whatever. Like it's pretty much set. But Nick if
1: he hopefully in a couple of years and
2: whatever. look at like or look, trade him, look at what the Dodgers have done. You know, the last couple of years, it's like their roster is pretty much set. But then they go out and they trade their prospects to, to add around those guys, you know, and, and the Mookie trade was bigger. But like I think about the Scherzer trade and, and really the Turner trade, yep. um, like when you get to this point as a as a franchise and you get to this point as a team, then it becomes about the trades you make, not the free agent signings that you make. And that's what we're currently dealing with is is people want these free agent signings because we've been so accustomed the last couple of years of they're going to be players in free agency. It's not the case when the roster is pretty much set. Now it's about the trades around those guys maybe the trade for a a lockdown shutdown star reliever like we've
1: talked about like we talked about it. i mean i think trade. that's
2: i think that's a trade that could happen um and then i don't know you know i mean maybe the Snell market craters and they sign him but i think there is definitely one possible big move left i think it, and and i think if i had to choose one it'd be for one of the star relievers
1: please buddy i would be very it would we be talked fun. about it. i mean we well, talked about like, it. I, I don't
2: there seems to be this thing and i don't get why I do get why. It's because people like to be fake smart, and there's nothing that bothers me more than this like fake smart, fake smart sports arguments, like the run the ball stuff right now. Of course, the Eagles have to establish a run. Of course, they like, do. Like, just shut it's, up. It's so
1: annoying. Like, 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 yes, they have to run the ball, and they have to run it better. Like, what else? Why are we even having this discussion? Like, it shouldn't
2: be this hard. Thank you. It shouldn't be hard. I am hard. so with you. Like, it's 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 okay. Some
1: things are obvious. Um, but some things we don't have to fight about. Some things we can all say, yeah, you know what, we all agree. That, that's what happened. That's you love those happened. arguments. I do.
2: You know me. But that's why I feel about the closer position. Like, having a guy that can just shut down the ninth is valuable. And it's like, yeah, I know the Phillies the last couple of years, they've had a revolving door back there, but that's because they haven't had the guy. They haven't had someone they can just stick in the ninth. And, like, yeah, maybe Alvarado's better than whatever closer they can go trade for. Maybe not, but... At that point, Alvarado can be in the seventh. He can be in the eighth. They could have Sir Anthony. Like they go from a like the whole, why would you trade assets for a closer? Because it lets everyone. It, it turns your bullpen from really good. It was a top five bullpen last year to like the best in the sport. A souped up bullpen. Like, well, and it, it, it's
1: it's it's if there's the time to do it, it's probably now. Well, and honestly, if you look at the the way they lost the last two postseasons. I mean, Houston, obviously, that was maybe the greatest bullpen in the history of the sport up there, whatever, but that played a major <laughs> role in them losing. And last year, not that Ginkle and Seawald are the best bullpen we've ever seen. But they were amazing. They were amazing in the playoffs. Those two guys, those guys, until the World Series, those guys were unhittable, and that's part of the reason they got there. Like having, being able to shut guys down at the end of playoff games, being able to con, con, like win games like that. Oh, maybe we saw it in games three and four. What that would have done for the Phillies if they had shut down guys, they could come in and shut it down. Like they would have been in the World Series last last year. Like it's massively important.
2: So I just, I, I just, I don't understand why it's always. I, I think we've gone too far with the closer doesn't matter Me too. thing it's still the three hardest outs to get in a baseball game. You
1: know, and, and especially in the biggest of games, when the pressure is the, the biggest, well, like those are tough outs to get.
2: Well, and especially if if, if Rob Thompson is going to be as aggressive as he is in some of these games, like you need you need a souped up bullpen.
1: And player. it almost saves him from himself. Having a guy at the end that you can just count, on, like that guy's there, let me build up to that each time and not have to worry about how many a game.
2: So yeah, I, I just think that if there's ever a time to do it, it's your World Series window to do it. I am and this 100% is the World Series window. You. Like if you can go get a Bednar, you can go get a Devin Williams. You can go get it's one of these lockdown Alex guy,
1: Lang or, or Alexis Diaz, Diaz or whatever. I just like to throw out names.
2: I know. But I do. Yes, um, Alex Lang is really good.
1: So but, but I'd you, rather a Bednar for what it's worth.
2: Oh yeah, Bed, Bednar's.
1: Bednar would be my top number choice one. of those guys.
2: Yep. So I just I, I think we've just gone too far with the whole closer doesn't matter thing it, it, and especially listen, with the way this team um you know, with, with the way the the manager manages in the biggest games of the year, instead of having Kimbrell have to come in, in that spot, or or if Sir Anthony's not pitching as well, or you, like instead of having to, if you want to not extend Chris or Chris Sanchez later into a game or Ranger into a game, which I hope we can just knock off. Like I just I don't want to deal with that anymore.
1: Just, just let just your freaking let starter go. when he's okay.
2: When has he ever shown that he can't handle yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but but it, you might as well just build a souped-up bullpen. Might as well. I mean, <laughs> like I think Kirkering would be... Like, honestly, maybe the biggest thing that they're that they're internally debating right now, and I think it's one of the bigger questions about the team, is how great can Orion Kirkering be? Like, can Kirkring Be Bednar. Be Bednar, yeah. be Devin Williams, be one of the best closers in baseball? Because if he can be...
1: Then there's no reason to... It to totally rely. changes yeah. everything. Yeah, then he's the guy.
2: But you don't don't could know. also have yeah. him... And those guys. yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I, I would be... And it especially helps you get through 162. Um, and we know how important bullpens are in the postseason.
1: Speaking of... Uh, you just mentioned his name. Thoughts on 13 million for Craig Kimbrell. A raise. Not just by the 101-win Orioles team, but to be their closer. How about that?
2: Well, imagine going from Felix, Felix Bautista, Bautista yeah. to Craig Kimbrell. And
1: Bautista is obviously out for the year. So, Kimbrel's, they say Kimbrels going to be their closer. Isn't that wild? Like you just watched it and then you're like, yep, that guy. Yeah, I know he's good yeah, but the listen,
2: they'll probably turn him into a stock because yeah, they, they, they have a, a bit of a, a really pitching good, factory They're really good there. at
1: that stuff. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I want to get to your perfect offseason. I want to talk about the hard part Well, thing. that's not a perfect offseason. Your you're, you're <laughs> boring perfect offseason. Your lame perfect offseason. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, you just mentioned Thompson real quick, so I'll just throw that in there. Thoughts on the, the one-year extension? Like, uh, you know, I didn't want him to be a lame duck. Clearly, he would have been a lame duck this year. They add the one more year. I think a lot of people are like, just one year, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Thoughts. So I can't tell if it's more.
2: I can't tell if it's more Thompson or the Phillies
1: because we because yeah, he's talked a lot about just being exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. So like doesn't ma- even care what he makes and like doesn't he almost retired before getting the job? Like, yeah. exactly. So like, I thought had that thought too.
2: I was like, maybe he's just like, eh, you know, uh, I'm gonna oh, kind of go year by year, year by year year by year and, and maybe if he gets to the point where it's like eh, you know like uh, I'm ready to move on he seems very comfortable <laughs> with with moving on and going back yeah, to Canada he seems
1: very comfortable talking about yeah. it and saying how he really feels yeah. about
2: it yeah yeah uh, so maybe they felt like they didn't have to give him three years sure um so yeah or it's the Phillies being like Prove we'll it. play it year by yeah. year and if if what happens again happens again this year uh then maybe we move on and we'll pay that extra year and and see what happens. I how just,
1: shook do you think they were by the playoffs? Like because again, you know, I think and you know, we battled about the, the levels of it, but I think everyone can agree Rob Thompson. Even he said it. He said it in his postseason press conferences. Like he he made some mistakes. He trusted some guys too much. He should have done some different things in some different spots. Um, how much do you think the Phillies are concerned about that?
2: I don't know if they're concerned. I, I think that it's something they're they're monitoring. Because he's he's, a, he's I think I think he's th- a great manager. I think Rob Thompson's one of the best managers in baseball. I, do too. I just think that I love the guy if his if his if his fault or, or whatever is he's too loyal, then I think, I think, I think they want to see how he does next year. If he, if he does the loyalty thing, if he changes it around and it doesn't work again, then it's like, okay, maybe, well, maybe it's not Rob Thompson, but my, my first thought was, is he angling for Alex Cora? Alex mm, Cora was the one guy. One more he, year
1: left in Boston, or two more years left in Boston, whatever kind of guy. guy
2: hired in Boston. Yep. Rob Thompson's getting older. Red Sox, I mean uh, he seems frustrated with what's going on up there maybe yeah. that was a high-end bloom problem maybe under craig breslow he's more uh you know he's more happy but if i mean if alex cora becomes a, available in a year i mean I, I think alex cora is a difference-making manager i love alex cora um so maybe that's like i think Alex Cora is the, the best manager in the sport mm-hmm.
1: Council's up there, you know. Man, I'm so sick of Craig. Council. I think he's really good, but look, he's never won the playoffs. Either. Oh my! God. I mean, God. no, rephrase. I'm sorry, Bruce Bochy is the best manager of the sport. Period. And sure, sorry, yeah. he is. Yeah, I mean, you have to give it to him. Yeah, the yeah, won the World Series again. He's good, but I agree. I think Core is top three. I think Core sure. is a stud.
2: Um, so uh, that was one of my thoughts. Uh, and and the year thing was the, the year thing was really interesting, and I couldn't tell if it was more Thompson or more the Phillies. Um, and I think they'll be curious to see what happens in the postseason, and it might just it might just be if they fall short again, they, have to, like they have to
1: do something. Because look, it, yeah.
2: The problem is like, I just, I keep loving the, the, the staff they build around them. You Me know, too. like. And
1: look, I think, I think like they brought good.
2: In, they brought in, I
1: think Rob Thompson is good. And
2: uh, for what it's
1: worth, I don't think this is going to be an issue because I think he will change. Uh, the way he talked after the season in his postseason press conference, the way he talked about the mistakes he made, like he seemed really thoughtful and pensive about it and was like, "It's he's like, he was willing to admit that he's like, yeah, I probably did certain things wrong. I probably trusted guys in spots I shouldn't have. Like he admitted it. So, and and hearing him uh, after he gets the contract saying, does anybody want to watch a World Series? It hurts too much. Like I, I would be surprised if a guy like him didn't learn at least some sort of lesson. Sure.
2: Um, but, but you know, and you look at the kind of the staff they're building around him. You know, we, I like Caleb Cotham a lot.
1: Col- I mean, I think Cotham is... Stud.
2: Yeah. Uh, Kevin Long, we know, good. I just, like, they added these... They, like, I love that they went to the Giants. and I love they went to the Astros when they got these, like, extra hitting coaches yep. around him Because... You know what sunk them in the playoffs? Started chasing everything. Yeah, Giants and <laughs> Giants and Astros are two of the best non-chasing teams in the in the sport. The Astros, for the last I don't know six years, top of baseball and least amount of strikeouts. Um, so poaching from those teams, I think is 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 brilliant.